Hey, hey guys, how's it going? (laughs) Oh man, we are so deep in, we're not really that deep, maybe like a week or so in Aquarius season, and it's already been like, I don't know, it's just been kind of crazy. I don't know, for me, I've just been feeling, how can I say this? Kind of emotional, but in a way, I've been, um, like, in a good way, not, like, in a depressive kind of way, but, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Is it perhaps because of Aquarius is going on and it kind of, you know, it's, like, fixed energy? I've been, like, I've just been really getting shit done, like, physically. Like, this is the first time in a long time that I've been so consistent with you know, getting healthy and going to the gym and everything. And I'm I'm quite proud of myself. I'm like, oh, I hope this doesn't like end, you know, like, especially when it gets like, usually like more in a, I don't know, is it like earthy? Because I felt like I spent most of Capricorn season kind of doing more self-care-ish kind of stuff. And while I'm still doing that, now obviously you know like because also my theme this month is Venus and Libra so of course I'm going to do some self-care some self-love stuff um next month I need to check and see what next month is because I feel like it's I don't know is it like a Virgo or something I don't know I'll have to look it's on my planner and I'm actually doing this podcast in my car straight in the middle of the woods (laughs) I just kind of, you know, I've been craving nature really bad. It's been extremely rainy um, here in Washington. And I don't know, like whenever I'm in the middle of the woods, I just feel so peaceful and rejuvenated and the air is so fresh with all the beautiful trees and plants and it's just like home to me. Plus um, the ocean is also like right over the little cliff thing that I can see. Um, so I'm having all my elements that really give me peace, to be honest, everything but fire, (laughs) you know, there's the air blowing, you know, we got rain, um, we got the ocean, we got all the earthy, you know, like plants and trees and everything. It's just, it's just gorgeous guys. It's, it's just really peaceful. Um, my house is almost finished. So pretty soon I'm going to be moving in. So Me and my husband has been trying to, you know, like, focus on that, getting things ready. So that's why I'm kind of, like, sporadic. And I didn't get the episode for um, the coming of, you know, um, Jupiter, Saturn. And um, I think Jupiter is also going to go into Pisces, but then it's going to retrograde. And I I bought this book that's, like, for 2021. And I wanted to kind of give you guys some of that so you can kind of take that information and do with it with what you like. We're also going to be doing an um, Aquarius season energy read. And as you guys know that today is um, going to be Aquarius wellness episode. Um, I'm really excited to do this. Um, Aquarius is just really, it's just really great energy. It, it really is. And you know, it trines my sun sign. So I feel like I do very well. And as I said, with Aquarians, I always have the best conversations um, with, and we just like, I don't know, we can just go into some weird, crazy shit, like, just be open and everything, we're very open and everything, it's just really fun and nice, and, you know, they give great information as well, you know, and it's always honest and open, 
Um, so I guess we can just go ahead and jump in. I hope everyone has been safe and, um, you know, taking care of themselves, you know, with all this stuff going on. Um, I want nothing more but you guys to be safe and sound and be with your loved ones and make sure they're okay and everything. And, you know, just use, you know, this is astrology as a tool. That's what I'm doing. I'm just having fun with it. Um, I'm actually learning uh, how to um, use astrology, like, the tools of it every year. Not like, I don't really care for, like, future reading stuff, as you guys know. Um, I don't dive into stuff when it comes to trying to read the future. That's not my forte for myself. Other people who do it, great, wonderful, do you. But for me, I, I don't... I'm not really into trying to read the future, so, but I like to use it as, you know, obviously a way to, it's helped me learn myself way better and understand why I do certain things also mixed in with, you know, like psychological and, you know, like some science and stuff like that, but it's just like, it's really helped me understand, like, especially once I found out my moon, uh, my rising and everything, it's just really helped me catch myself and fix myself and learn things that you know that's not necessarily good and to do things that can get better so we're gonna go ahead and jump into it as we all know um I'm just gonna go ahead and say disclaimers and stuff now instead of waiting till I get there um uh there as you all know, and if you're new, welcome to the Charming Libra. I love you, and I hope you enjoy this uh, show. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's just me, you know, like talking about things I love and sharing it with uh, hopefully things you guys love. You know, I'm sure we all have something in common. Um, and so, yeah, um, welcome. But I, I read from Astrology for Wellness, Star Sign Guide for Body, Mind, and Spirit Vitality from Monte Farber and Amy Zerner. And so in this book, because it's a wellness book, it has recipes in it. Um, I will not be giving those, of course. You would have to buy the book. Um, also, um, they have um, like natural um, cell salts in it. This is where the disclaimer comes in. I'm going to tell you what that is for your sign, but if you take it, they're over the counter. Um, as I say, I take the ones for um, Libra and Pisces because I'm a Pisces moon. Um, just talk to your doctor. I <laughs> like I don't, you know, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't hurt me. Um, and I sorry about that. It's probably gonna sound funny. I got fucking cut off by my. <laughs> by my Apple watch. So I had raised my arm when I was in the middle of talking and assumed that I wanted to raise my arm to speak. So as I was saying, if you want to try the cell salts that I read um, and you're afraid or you have some kind of crazy medications or something like that, please just talk to your doctor about taking them. Um, They work well for me, you know, whenever, you know, the labor one, it's all about, you know, our pH, our stomach and, you know, having stomach acid, whenever I feel like I'm getting that a lot, um, I do take that, um, and it helps, and, um, yeah, so, contact your doctor, there, now, the disclaimer is already done, I don't have to say it when I get there, 
But um, yes, yeah, so let's go ahead and jump right into, of course, the statistics of the sign, our lovely, beautiful area, Aquarius. Um, and also, I want to say that I feel like sometimes once the book um, says something about a certain theme of the sign, um, it seems to kind of repeat it quite often in the different sections. So that's not me like having a memory skip or a brain fart. It's just the book. Anyways, <laughs> so Aquarius, January 20th to February 18th, planet Uranus, 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 however you want to say it, how we keep life fresh and exciting, element air, symbol of ideas, intellect, and communication, quality fixed, stubborn, concerned with dependability, determination, and stability, Quick read, Aquarians are fixed air. They know how to be friendly as a way to have people accept their original and somewhat radical ideas about how to benefit humanity. Therefore, learning how to preserve what is worth keeping while innovating new ways of doing things is one of the most important lessons for Aquarius. Colors, electric blue, sky blue, ultraviolet, Person, personal qualities, unique, brilliant, and Inventive, articulate, and progressive keywords, humanitarian, inventive, detached, radical, altruistic, rebellious, scientific, eclectic, uh, genius, eccentric, alternative, original, futuristic, and history buff. Also, I just realized I forgot my astral cards. I do have my um, oracle cards here, but I do not have my astral cards to read for you know, the journal prompt for Aquarius season. So I'm going to probably have to add that in the next episode um, because we're going to have a, a special one, like I said um, earlier, because we are going to have, we have so many planets in Aquarius right now. Um, we're actually coming up on a Aquarius Mercury retrograde on the 30th of January. So yes, be prepared. Um, I will also try to see... Um, I'll try to give you guys some crystal ideas to wear because I love to wear the energy that's going to help me, you know, perform and work and, you know, do the best that I can in life. Um, like now, like right now I'm currently wearing, um, onyx and hematite bracelet, rose quartz, because as I said, I'm on a self-love journey, self-care journey, a vigerine, um, for luck and um, Moonstone, and recently, um, another, like, my crystal shop, I swear they know me, like, they got these new um, jewels in there, and, not jewels, but crystals, and um, he was like, oh, you're, you know, you're gonna probably be interested in this, and I was like, okay, and, like, once I, like, looked at it, touched it, felt it, for some reason, it's called an Azerite, um, it really felt like I was given this stone. I actually had to look through my crystals because it felt so familiar to me. Um, it's it's hard to explain it. It really felt like that I've had that stone before, like I've owned it, but I looked through all my crystals, all my crystal jewelry and everything, and I do not own this stone. But the funny thing is, is um, when I kind of like was looking, like reading about it, because I've never heard of Azerite before, um, it said it's actually a known stone, uh, a very powerful stone of, um, what is it, Atlantis. And for some reason, you know, I don't know if you guys believe in star seeds or not. I, I really sometimes feel like I'm, like, my past life or something was, like, I was there. Like, that's where, like, I used to, 
my spirit used to be in my soul or something uh, before I came here. But I don't know. It's, It's hard to say. And it's just that's what I feel. I feel really connected to Atlantis. A lot of the stuff that I've read about it connects with me a lot. So, yeah. But anyways, perhaps maybe like we'll talk about that sometime, but I don't know if how many people are really known about knowing about, you know, like star seeds and Pleiadians and Syrians and all that kind of stuff. But it's very interesting to me. I'm very open-minded when it comes to stuff like that. And I do believe that there is other life out there. I really do. I feel like we're not the only ones here. Humans, I feel like we're just not like this galaxy is way too big. Space, like the universe is just too big to just be us. But Anyways, let's go ahead and uh, dive in. Sorry, (laughs) I go off on a tangent and then I just, yeah. So Aquarius natives are learning about the best practices and pitfalls of the following characteristics. (laughs) Excuse me. I really need to learn how to edit, but it's just natural stuff, guys. I try to, I I like to be as open and show imperfections because that's just life. Like I'm not trying to be perfect. So love you. Thank you for accepting me the way I am and listening anyway. <laughs> so it says how to be friendly and good natured, even when people who seem to be causing problems rather than solving them, how to discern what must change and what is worth keeping, how to communicate forward thinking concepts to those not used to such ideas, how to feel free yet be a productive member of society how to innovate ideas that are imaginative and inventive and not constrained in any way, how to inspire confidence in others while not feeling required to conform to their expectations, and how to stay current with the ideas of fellow of fellow thought leaders while endeavoring to leap ahead. So these are all the things that it says that Aquarians are um, trying to learn and practice um, of their characteristics. Um, so yeah, Aquarians, they can get really stuck in their heads sometimes. And because you guys love to be really different and unique and everything, you can sometimes have a hard time, you know, following someone else's direction. (laughs) I mean, you can still be your own, you know, your own self and have your own ideas, but it's okay to sometimes listen to others who have ideas as well. It, It can't just all be ruled by you. So let's go ahead and jump in there. So Aquarius, those who's Concerns for the good of all impels them to invent solutions to, to society's problems, display the humanitarian and free-thinking personality of the sign Aquarius. They learn from the past to affect the present so it will become the future they envision. The symbol of the sign Aquarius is the water bearer pouring out his bounty to quench the thirst of world. For this reason, many people mistakenly think Aquarius as is a water sign, which I used to. Water was the element the ancient sages connected with the realm of emotion, empathy, and intuition. However, Aquarius is not a water sign. The element associated with Aquarius is air, the realm of ideas. People born under the sign Aquarius likes to think in broad and theoretical terms, and they want to pour out their ideas to quench the thirst of the world. So as you guys know, um, Aquarians just love, they like to help the collective as the, as a whole. They don't worry about the self, even though lots of people think they're selfish, but they do uh, want to help the world as a whole, which is amazing. 
Being mistaken for a water sign is a very significant clue to the lesson for Aquarians. Water symbolizes emotions and empathy, and Aquarians are often perceived to be lacking in both. Aquarians are the mad scientists and absent-minded professors of the zodiac. They require free-thinking minds unfettered by tradition or fear of disturbing the status quo. Aquarians detest linear thinking and are quite comfortable jumping from one idea to another until they surprise someone around them by coming up with a workable plan for improvement of the matter at hand or a brand new invention. The emotional detachment necessary to clearly see society's problems and to try to solve those problems without regarding to the ramifications of the actions necessary to make these sometimes drastic changes uh, make Aquarians seem to lack empathy for the hardships of individuals. Aquarians should examine actions they plan to take to make sure their well-intentioned actions will not be hurtful for others. Once the scientific mind of an Aquarian is finished thinking about a subject um, theoretically, the Aquarian returns to the world of emotions. In fact, they are not comfortable with strong emotions in themselves or in others and can easily feel themselves being overcome by feelings of empathy for those less fortunate. This is what inspires them in the first place to come up with solutions to society's urgent problems. Babies do not arrive in the world already experts in the things their astrological signs are known for. Aquarians are here to learn how to invent a way to make real the future they can so easily see in their mind's eye. This is the reason why their life does not provide them with as many opportunities to enjoy the freedom and other resources necessary to turn their innovative ideas into reality as they would like. When Aquarians finally become convinced that they must stop dreaming about the kind of future they would like to live in and start working to make it a reality, they can be counted on to work until their goals are achieved. Facts. When Aquarius puts their mind to something and they see it, it's done. And that that's amazing. You know, it's just, I wish I had that kind of energy. Um, it's like, I do, but I have, I have kind of like that. What is it? Kind of like fire, like more fiery type of getting shit done. Um, and airy, but more so like um, Gemini-ish slash Libran energy where you have a great ideas, you know, like carnal, but then it's just like you're, I jump to too many different things all at one time. Like I'm working on like my crazy ass. I read like <laughs> I read like uh, currently like five or six books. Instead of finishing one and jumping to the next, I'll read like five or, for whatever I'm feeling. You know, like if I feel like reading a fiction, I'm going to read a fiction. But then if I feel like I need to, you know, like learn something educational, I'll read something non-fictional, you know, or self-help to romance to, you know, magic and, you know, mysteries and, you know, metaphysical stuff. Like it's just all over the place. And uh, I need to, my goal really this year, guys, is for me to harness my energy to things that. I need to get done to really focus on compared to things that I just, you know, want to do or feel to do. Cause I, I've been like just being led by emotions a lot and that's okay. Um, but sometimes I need to put some logic in there, you know, I need to focus. So I don't know. I'm looking at getting more focused energy around me. Like, um, probably later on, I'm going to go, um, 
you know, because I was looking at crystals for great focus, which is uh, fluorite is amazing. Sodalite is another one. So just, some, you know, just I like to put my my surroundings, my energy and what I'm trying to harness and uh, use. So um, I don't use crystals as like a cure all, but I do use it for healing and um, for energy. It has the earth's energy in there and it's truly been beneficial for me. Like I said, it's helped me a lot with like anxiety and panic attacks with change of diet, of course, and um, therapy as well. So don't just think that I'm saying, oh, get a crystal and it's going to magically make you like perfect. That's not what I'm saying. Anyways, (laughs) let's get back to it. Okay, so where was I? Okay. So when Aquarians finally become convinced that they must stop dreaming about the kind of future they would like to live and start working to make it a reality, they can be counted on to work until their goals are achieved. In fact, they sometimes make such extreme changes that in their enthusiasm to get rid of the old ways, they can destroy valuable things from the past they still have great usefulness. That still have great usefulness. The old expression for this is throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Never heard that before. If Aquarians want to have the kind of life they have always dreamed of having, they must avoid letting their tendency to go to extremes cause them to imagine that they must make radical changes in their life that are really too much to ask for themselves and others. Changes that are bound to be too difficult to maintain, people do not usually make to make. Uh, usually have to make sweeping radical changes in their life to bring in the love, wealth, and success that they desire, especially the kind of extreme changes that an Aquarian would be willing to make without a second thought. Remember, Aquarians are learning how to be different and make a difference. So that's, you know, like a, that's all in caps. So if you're Aquarius or Aquarius stellium or have Aquarius placements, remember that. I will read it again. Aquarians are learning how to be different and make a difference. So let's go ahead and jump into let's see, the, what did it already go? Yeah, okay. So we're jumping into the cell salts already. And I already made that disclaimer. So um, there you go. Anyways, the cell salts and corresponding signs. Um, Let's go ahead and jump to Aquarius. So Aquarius. Aquarians are forward-thinking, open-minded intellectuals who love free-flowing ideas. Aquarian cell salt is natrum muriatism. I will spell that out for you. It's also known as cell salt number nine. So natrum, N-A-T-R-U-M. Muratism, M-U-R-I-A-T-I-C-U-M. If you can't pronounce it, um, I always go uh, go to the store and then have like a clerk help me and I'll say cell salt number nine. That's what this is. So cell salt number nine also, if you can't pronounce that, which helps regulate water in the body cells and tissues whenever there is an imbalance of moisture in the body. Other body areas governed by Aquarius are the circulatory system, lower legs, ankles, and and also the wrists. So yes, so Aquarius rules in medical astrology, um, your your blood flow, you know, how your blood is flowing. 
It's crazy, I know. I didn't know that. I thought it was just the ankles itself, but all signs have way more than just, like, one body part. They kind of have a mixture of, like, like one physical part and then one, like, inner body part. It's really amazing. So crystals, uh, healing crystals and power stones. And let's see what you guys have. It is, oh, Lapis Lazuli. I love this crystal. So Aquarius healing crystal is Lapis Lazuli. Mother Nature seems to have used a deep blue Lapis Lazuli to capture the sky in solid form. The glittering pyrite inclusions against the deep blue backdrop of this splendid stone create a striking likeness of a galaxy. Lapis is an excellent stone to help with peaceful sleep and psychic dreaming. It can bring matters more clearly to the mind. The stone will show will allow for cosmic communication with other dimensions of reality. Sleeping with this gemstone on a night table next to your bed can help you see the meaning in your dreams more clearly by allowing you to interpret and understand the messages or information that your subconscious is providing. Use lapis to help with success in business and other worldly pursuits that benefit large portions of humanity. It is good to use for humanitarian quests and interests as it has far-reaching effects. Early cultures valued lapis more than gold. In Egypt, it was customary to bury a lapis scrap with the dead as it was believed to offer protection. It is also believed to enhance higher, higher love, powers of intelligence, and concentration intention. Lapis can help you focus on the cooperation of universal brotherhood and sisterhood to produce abundance. Some other uh, properties of lapis are illumination, wisdom, mental insight, and clarity of thought. It may also help when systems of information exchange, transportation, and communication are blocked. Lapis can help you to communicate your deeply felt beliefs and put them into practice in the outer world. It can help shy, introverted people express themselves. Expressing your truth. True self can free energies you would otherwise waste repressing. Lapis helps to release old buried emotions, thereby helping to dispel depression. Lapis Lazuli's message. Meditate with Lapis when you need all methods of moving people, services, and facts to be as direct and simple as possible. Use it when you need a higher perspective on your situation. When blocked, channels are cleared by Lapis. Expect energies to be a bit chaotic initially before they calm down. Other good gemstones for Aquarius are, oh, what do you know, fluorite, oh, azurite, which I'm wearing, and labradorite. I love labradorite. I really, that's one of my other favorite crystals, but it's kind of nice to know that um, azurite <laughs> is, you know, one of them. Okay. So those are good crystals if you're an Aquarius. Or, like we are now in this big Aquarius energy, it would be nice for anyone to wear that. So the next one is the Astrology, Aromatherapy, and Science Sense. And these are the ones with the recipes that I cannot give out of respect for the authors. Um, Aquarius, Aquarians are unique, brilliant, articulate, and progressive. They have free-thinking minds unfettered by rules. They like inventing, experimenting, and discovering. Aquarians thrive on being rebellious and different. They are futuristic, but also students of history. So they will appreciate a scent that harkens back to another time. Cypress is a good choice. 
to help distress this idealistic intellectual try the delightful scent of lemon verbena with amber or almond to foster feelings for determination to leave the past behind so that they can move forward. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Breakfast foods and snacks. So, the Aquarian mind is highly analytical and skilled at making quick assessments. Turning myriad information into easy-to-flow directions is never difficult for the people of this, of this sign. Whipped polenta with parmesan, eggs, and sage makes a novel and filling breakfast. A bit of work to make, but create uh, creates something different, which Aquarians love. Add sausage or bacon, and it's a feast. They are innovative and usually on the cutting edge of new thought regarding food as a medicine. Freshness, sustainability, and humane farming are all are all important to them. Aquarians are are also interested in history and therefore would be open to trying some ancient grains including spelts, kamuts, amaranth, and lupin in their snacks and baked goods. I do not know what any of those are. Obviously they said it's an ancient food so you probably have to look it up. <laughs> Nonconformists like them have some pretty original ideas about food which may explain the funny looks they have gotten while snacking. On one of their vinegar-flavored experiments, when they eat alone at home, it's almost as if they are camping. No plates or utensils required. Um, I could see, um, especially the breakfast, I noticed it's full of, uh, what did it say? Um, eggs, parmesan. I don't know what polenta is, uh, but those are fats. Um, and fats are really good brain foods. Um they really help feed the brain, so that would help you get more, of course, energy from your brain, especially when you're using it a lot, like it said, aquariums do, so it makes a lot of sense, and it'd be nice if one, if, if any of you guys have also tried this, because I've, I've tried, um, like, the Libran part to see if it, like, worked well. Um, for some of it, though, I haven't did all of it yet, but um, it's kind of interesting. It really is, so I'd like to know if you guys have tried these. Um, you know, did you feel like it worked? Did it make, did it kind of fill your soul, you know, with the good vibes and stuff? So let's go to, um, oh, if you want to let me know, um, you can email me at thecharminglibra07 uh, at gmail.com. I still don't have any social media set up for this. I just, and I just, I need to do it because that's the only way, like, I'll probably start reaching people, but I'm just not a social media person. Like, I don't mind going up there to talk to my friends and stuff, but that's really about it. Like, I, I don't, that's just not really my thing to be consistent with it. So the next one is Nourishing Zodiac Tea Infusions. And... For the idealistic trailblazer, flavorful licorice root, which promotes sustained energy release, will fuel Aquarians' visionary mind. Aquarians love to be inventive and hang with friends, often over a strong cup of tea. Sarsis, spirilla, spirilla and ginseng, I'll spell that one, sarsa, perilla, S-A-R-S-A-P-A-R-I-L-L-A, and ginseng teas will add excitement and focus and satisfy Aquarians' thirst for the unexpected. So yoga poses for each sign. I can't really explain these because it's just better to go on, um, like I've mentioned, <laughs> to go on Pinterest. That's what I do. 
because it's just too hard to explain, but it's called, it says, uh, Aquarius, Aquarius rules the circula- circulatory systems, ankles, Achilles heels, calves, shins. Aquarians are the nonconformist, out-of-the-box thinkers with a humanitarian drive. This pose is excellent for improving blood circulation to the ankles and calves. Aquarians can be prone to cramps in the legs, in the leg region. So the position for you guys are downward facing dog. I mean, it's really you just kind of bent over almost like a human triangle. Like you're bent over, your arms are flat on the ground. It's almost like trying to do a headstand, but you're not doing the headstand. It's like the position right when you get down and then you're going to lift, but you don't lift your legs up. So again, it's called the downward facing dog. So just Google it or go to Pinterest. Mindful meditations. So for Aquarius, your mindful meditation is freedom meditation. When we get stressed out, maxed out, and overwhelmed, we move into lower function, anger, aggravation, fear, and low self-esteem. If we consciously turn without the without the calm ourselves with positive affirmations, meditations, and visualizations, we can move our assimilating abilities up so we can better cope and tap into a healthy, healthy, clear flow of energy that frees or our circuits from being clogged. This process helps us feel in control of our destiny. Mindfulness is the main idea of meditation. To be aware of our thoughts and state of mind, that is the only way we can really rid ourselves of things that become negative patterns that fester and hurt us and hurt our psyches. Worry happens when analysis ceases to be scientific and we become attached mentally and emotionally to knowing that there will or will not be a particular outcome. Amen, that is so true. We become impatient and irrational because only experience over time will reveal whether that we believe will happen will indeed happen. When you are aware of being in tune with the universe, you know then that everything has its own reasons, rhythms, and cycles. However, in our dimensional world, these things not only come around in full circle, but are part of a spiral carrying us ever onward and upward in our evolution and growth. Here's an idea. Why not, if only for a day, avoid worrying about what you think is wrong or is going to go wrong? Even if you are in dire straits, and I've been there, worrying will not help you now. Concentrate on staying positive and grateful and being open to new possibilities and opportunities. If you worry, you will not see as clearly your path to obtaining reasonable amounts of what you consider success. Rough times, are, rough times are times that little things can be very important. Subtle hints of how to behave and where to go are easily overwhelmed by worrying about impending problems that may or may not actually come into being. We each bring experiences into our life to teach us the lessons we would like to learn. It is up to you to decide what you can learn from your present experience. If you spend your precious time thinking about what you are upset about, you are wasting time that could otherwise be spent helping you move into a better, profitable future. So true. So true, guys. So true. You know, this speaks to me so much because I'm like that. I'll focus on something so bad to the point that it petrifies me where I don't do shit and then I bitch and moan about oh no the time is gone and now I don't have time or now I didn't get this done and does nothing for you so if you can just you know once you figure out what the problem was focus on the solution only the solution (laughs) 
worrying does nothing for you but makes you sick trust me it threw me into a like three month long fucking panic attack so yeah worry is based on our attachment to wanting to know how things will turn out the way to balance worry is first to acknowledge that it's based on our natural desire to avoid pain worry is like a well-meaning friend who keeps picking everything apart to, to try to make it better yet if that friend is allowed to go on and on what he or she ends up with is a pile of picked apart pieces of a whole that does not work anymore. If you can't take even one day vacation from worry, then sit comfortably and simply keep repeating the words no worries until you start to allow yourself to have no worries for a few minutes. And you do that, you can again let worry have its say and thank it for its trouble. In this way, worries are allowed to serve their legitimate purpose and you will not feel bad. Every time you notice you are worrying, try to be in the moment by practicing meditation, breathing, and mindfulness. Yeah, worry really doesn't serve us, guys. It just doesn't, you know, it just makes it makes you really sick and tired, and it just, you just start to live in your head all the time, and it's like, you know, that really comes with, if you have a hard time letting go of control, um, I had issues with just, you know, like, it's hard to just let go because you just want to make sure that everything, you know, like that you just don't, how can I say this? Like you, you just don't want everything to go wrong. But I feel like, because when you, if you worry too much, that's when things really go wrong because it's almost like you're bringing in that energy of, Oh, I don't want it to go like this. And you're so focused on it. You know, like manifesting is real guys. When you're so focused on that, on that negative energy, and you're like, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. It happens, right? But if you, it's okay to acknowledge that you don't want something to happen, but then, you know, just be like, okay, that's my, that's my worry. But let's go ahead and focus on, you know, doing it, getting it done. And that way, if you, you know, if you think about it, you have to kind of change your mind that feeling is, I feel like we've just been taught to that failure means you're just a horrible person, that you're shitty, you can't do anything right. Really, failing helps us learn how not to do that the next time. You know what I mean? Like, if something goes wrong, at least you can be like, okay, I know not what, you know, I know not to do that. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a bad thing to learn. It helps us learn. It helps us grow. And that's something I had to get you know, through my head and understand that whenever I do fail on something, that I'm not a shitty person. I'm not a horrible person. I'm not a stupid person. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a failure. You know, it just means that, hey, it didn't work and that's okay. But let's make sure the next time we do this, that we don't do what we did the last time. You know, you don't have to repeat it, you know what I mean, you can move forward and find other ways, you know, so I just, you know, I just want you guys to know that, so um, please, you know, do your best, it's not easy, you know, it's it's doing the work, you know, we all have to do the work, nothing comes easy, easy is earned, so just do your best, and um, I just really hope that you guys um, are, you know, you know, feeling good and not worrying too much or anything. So the next thing is breathing affirmations for each sign. Um, For Aquarius, it says, 
A caring friend is worth more than any worldly possessions. And this is what you say during your breathing. So if you want to do this, I will use my calming voice and repeat with me. I breathe in the loving friendship that makes life struggles bearable. I am filled with love, light, and laughter to be shared with my friends. I breathe out all loneliness and distrust. I'm going to repeat it again. I breathe in the loving friendship that makes life's struggles bearable. I am filled with love, light, and laughter to be shared with my friends. I breathe out all loneliness and distrust. So, yeah, Aquarians and really anyone um, that those are some really good, you know, things to say during your breathing exercise. So I think that would be helpful to use um, beauty tips for each sign. Let's see. Aquarius, apply with skill. When others must struggle and study for years to attain beauty applications, techniques, and secrets, you acquire knowledge, information, and skills with seeming unconsciousness. You are ultra-modern and your outlook and may be said to be ahead of time, so you always you are always looking for cutting-edge products, something breath breakthrough, microfine, or detoxifying. Since you cannot be restricted in any other ways, Goals for your skin change and evolve, helping you to determine a treatment at any given moment. You tend to have an arsenal of approaches ready. And healing colors. Uh, is electric blue, indigo, and ultraviolet. Indigo is the color of spiritual awakening and awareness. It is an imaginative, intuitive, and mystical shade. It inspires sensitivity to beauty, harmony, and compassion for others, as well as promoting lucid dreams and dream skills such as problem solving. Ultraviolet energy strengthens intuition and connects us to a higher spiritual realm. Its subtle vibration can be useful in ESP, such as telepathy, clairvoyance, um, and even astral projection, a simple spell for indigo. If you have a special meditation area in your house or apartment, keep an indigo object ever present in this area. A scarf, a pillow, or a decorative object will call up indigo energy whenever you need to tap into its special power. And then sleep advice for the signs. <laughs> Aquarians approach sleep the way most people approach death, and so they don't usually go to sleep at regular hours when regular people go to regular sleep. They may stay up too late and rarely go to bed early unless they are not feeling well. What helps them go to sleep is to forget that they have to go to sleep. They hate being told what to do and to let themselves be so tired that they have to go to sleep or else start becoming inefficient in their thought process. They would certainly do well with a crazy quilt, and the crazier the better, but any comforter that is either of the past or the future would be okay with them. The truth is that they don't really care about such things because sleep is not one of their favorite things. Um, a lot of my Aquarians friends suffer from um, the, uh, suffers from not being able to sleep because their mind is constantly running one million miles per hour. Uh, so I could see how... 
um, that would be an issue. But that is the end of um, that, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, so we'll go ahead and get into our energy read for Aquarius season. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, I like to use Work Your Light. <laughs> to me, this is like the best cards that I own so far. Um, I own, I use like a few. I also have tarot cards, but I'm not really good with tarot. I'm not really great with these either, but I like to use these to uh, really um, work on my intuition. Um, like, I know I have intuition, everyone does, but I wanted to start really like honing in on it, especially at a time like earlier this year when I didn't really understand it. And, um, not this year, last year, you know, I felt like I would, I would hear it, but I wouldn't listen to it. So it helped me kind of understand some things. Um, but yeah, you, you hear me shuffling the cards. I'm going to pull four cards this time though. And I'm going to try to, you know, understand it, but I'm also going to read from the, uh, the little booklet because like I said I'm not a professional <laughs> it's just something I like to do to understand like I said so let's see our first card a pillar of light <laughs> vibration is rising you are the oracle wow this is amazing this sounds like um I don't know that's kind of hard to interpret for me I obviously it says your vibration so that means you know, that this season, ooh, and it just picked out a few more cards for me, as it says, I'll go ahead and read um, that to you guys, let me find it, um, okay, sounds really positive for Aquarius season, um, so it says, you are, you are heaven and earth in a perfect expression, a condol of the light of the heavens to the earth. You are the rainbow bridge. Take time to meditate. Imagine yourself as a pillar of light connecting the light of the heavens above the earth. As the light shines through each of your chakras, you activate the rainbow bridge that many ancient scriptures speak about, raising your vibration, the vibration of the planet, linking the higher realms of the cosmos, guides, angels, and spirit with ancient wisdom keepers and beings of planet earth. They dance together through you. They sing together through you. Without your body, voice, and creations, neither can be expressed. For too long, we've been taught that God is outside of us, giving away our powers to angels and spirit guides. But without you, they do not have a choice. You are the oracle. Do not look for guidance outside. Uh, for you hold all of the wisdom of the entire universe in the portal of your heart. In every cell of your body, do not see the angels and guidance as above you. For without you, they have no way of communicating. You are the oracle. You are the rainbow bridge. You are the pillar of light. Oh, so I see. So it's just like you're basically like almost like the voice of the divine. Um, so that's really interesting. Hmm. So let's go ahead and... draw the other one Ooh, it says no wait postpone pause say no so that's very curious um 
perhaps maybe because th- that this to me says uh, Mercury retrograde all over it, to be honest. It's best not to make decisions and do anything new uh, during Mercury retrogrades, uh, which is coming up next week. Um, or actually, is it this Saturday, Sunday, I think? January 30th. So that's what really... Um, yeah, that's what I get. But let's go ahead and read from the twenty six, uh, the twenty sixth page number. Um, okay. Um, you are being called to either pause or say no. Saying yes to something that isn't in alignment with you will drain your energy and your time. Hold out for a con- congruent, aligned, one hundred percent yes. Often when we are looking for guidance to make a decision, it can be frustrating not to move into clear and considered action. However, timing is everything and not receiving clear guidance is actually guidance in itself. We all go through times known as waiting periods. These times are crucial for our body to regenerate the new path to formulate in the universe to begin creating things on your behalf. You don't need to be plowing forward all the time to move forward. A potent congruent yes when the time is right will put you ahead. Leaps and bounds. Don't force things now just because it seems like the only option. Take a breather and wait. The waiting is actually very productive for when the time for the movement comes, you will be ready to to dive right in. Use the time to regenerate and ponder what you truly want. Consider the options. If the options are not clear, don't fear because this time is a gift. Use it to tend to your garden and take rest. To To take a moment for your busy life to clear the dust and prepare for the time in the future. For come... Spring, clarity will bloom, and you will have the reserve space and drive to say yes and act more quickly. All right, last card. Akasha, your guidance is divinely guided. So this is, let's do this, and I'm going to pull the last one. I, I forgot I said I'm doing four cards. Leap, you go first, and the universe will catch you. So this tells me here is that whatever your decision is, even though you're told to wait, that decision is guided. It's guided by the divine, by God. I believe in God. Um, and you can believe the universe, the, you know, source, whatever you believe in. But it's saying, you know, we're guided. Even though we're told to wait, we're guided. You know, you're you're safe. And for leap, it says you go first, the universe will catch you. So this to me means that you're going to have to take that leap on whatever it is that you've been hesitant with. But considering that we've got the no no card, I wouldn't say do it just now. But when the time comes, take a leap. Because you're also raising your vibration at the same time as well. So... This is what we're going to do for Aquarius season. We're raising our vibrations while we wait and postpone and take care of ourselves and regenerate anything that we have. If you haven't been taking breaks and stuff, just allow your body to heal, allow your mental health to heal your soul. But at the same time, while you're waiting, you you are divinely guided by God or whoever you believe in. And when the time comes to move and to take that leap, do it. Because the universe, God, source has your back. They will catch you. 
don't be afraid. So that is our read for Aquarius season. And I hope that, you know, it really stuck with everyone. Um, And so I will be back again with another episode for this time, the, um, about, you know, um, about, uh, Aquarius and the planets that it's in right now. Um, but until then, uh, we will do that. And then I also will have the, you know, the, the my favorite part, <laughs> the sex and relationship part of Aquarius for the man and the woman, as well as the gay and straight of the man and woman. And that will be coming to you guys soon. So um, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the wellness and I hope you enjoyed the Aquarius season reading. And I will definitely be back for you guys with the special episode. Um, really take care of yourself. Remember, don't make that decision just now. You know, don't let Mercury retrograde also scare you, but don't make that decision now. Don't make those plans now. But, you know, con- continue to um, be that beacon of light, you know, be, um, have that high, continue to raise your vibration, but also, um, you are guided, you know, by God, um, and then you're going to take that leap, so, you know, when the time is right, everything's going to be okay, so you guys take care, I love you so much, um, please subscribe, Um, I really enjoy seeing you guys like listen and the numbers going up and knowing you guys are from all over the world. It really is so heartwarming. And I just, you know, I'm really trying hard to work on things for you guys as well. Um, that I think, you know, I still want to do the Patreon thing, but I'm trying to make sure that I get, you know, I'm, I'm studied well and I have everything, um, perfect and, you know, like, I'll also ask for some feedback maybe too as well. But you can always reach me at the Charming Libra, um, not at, but the Charming Libra 07 at gmail.com. I'd love to, you know, hear you guys, you know, say if you like it, if you don't like it, things you'd like to hear, things you don't want to hear, all that good stuff and more. But you guys take care. I love you and uh, stay safe.